Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Going to join us here in just a few moments. And uh, before we go to Mr. Neiman, let's tell you, uh, check out our website, JiggyJaguar.com. Go over there right now and check that out. The all-new CheekyCheckwire.com. And uh, Harvey Neiman with us today here on our telephone. And uh, Customized Wall Street is available on Amazon. CustomizedWallStreet.com is the website. The other face of Facebook is the topic today. A major item in the news is a scandal involving social media giant Facebook. And Cambridge Analytica, a data management firm hired by Donald Trump's presidential campaign team back in 2016. Personal preference data for of some 50 million Facebook account holders was assessed by Cambridge and delivered to Trump's team as well as other Cambridge clients without the knowledge of the Facebook users. This again raises the question of the use and misuse of commercially obtained personal information. An old problem now empowered by a new technology. Harvey Neiman with us today, retired law professor, portfolio manager. He's here to shed some light on the shadowy gray areas of commerce, legality, regulation, and business ethics. And we go to Harvey Neiman on the telephone. Harvey, how are you, sir? Uh, Jiggy, can you do me a favor? Yes. Dial my number from your end because I'm having a little reception problem. Not a problem. I will call you right back, my friend. There goes Harvey Neiman. We're going to call him back and uh, get him on the line here. Mr. Harvey Neiman, the big star. Harvey Neiman, Harvey Neiman. Oh, Harvey Neiman, man. Oh, daddy's a Harvey Neiman, man. Oh, daddy. We're going to call him uh, back here in just a second. We're going to call him via the magic of Skype audio. The magic of Skype audio with the Harvey Neiman man. Harvey Neiman. Oh, Harvey Neiman. And I think... I don't want him to get on the phone when I'm singing. So, I am here, Jiggy. There he is. And uh, Harvey, let's start with the uh, topic here, the other face of Facebook. Should people with Facebook accounts be able to rely on their profiles and personal preferences being kept private by Facebook and only shared with the quote-unquote friends account holders if they choose to see it? Well, the, the, uh, uh, that the, was the crux of the problem when it was explained in the news last week that uh, Cambridge Analytica, who was the entity that had a contract with Facebook all the way back to, I think, as far back as 2013, 2014, and then got connected to the Trump campaign in 2016, uh, they had an understanding that that entity... Uh, a third-party entity had uh, the ability to gather data of the account holders who signed up with Facebook, and that was a certain amount of people. It was a lot of people. It was a quarter of a million people, a lot of people. But they were able to grab all the friends that each of those account holders had. So let's suppose a young college person uh, has a Facebook account, 
And because they're socially in a fraternity sorority kind of thing or very popular, maybe they have as many as 500 friends, 400, 500 friends on their account. And that third party entity, Cambridge Analytica, had the ability to tap in also to the friends' accounts and just said, yeah, I want to go to parties with you. Let me know when there's a party. And it, it, it mushroomed Jiggy and listeners to 50 million people's data was available to Cambridge Analytica. I don't know sitting here uh, whether Facebook and its management realized it or didn't realize it. That's unimportant. What is unimportant that when there was a contract between Cambridge Analytica and the Trump campaign back in 2016, and other politicians as well, it wasn't just uh, the Trump uh, uh, campaign that signed up. There were other state uh, office holders and other senators and congresspeople's candidates use the services of Cambridge Analytica, and they had data on 50 million Americans who never gave their permission to, you can have my data, by the mushroom effect of being friended on Facebook. And I think we, as the public and the users of Facebook, have a right to know, because I say yes, I'm gonna be a friend, and I don't really even have an account, but I like to go to, to, to college parties, or I like to go to the beach and barbecues, or I like to see your kids running in preschool, that my data is now going to a company that can be sold to a political campaign of any level. Uh, I'm not blaming. I'm not, I'm not poking at the president's campaign. They just did what they wanted to do to try to get elected. So, yes, I think we have a right to privacy, and, uh, and, and, and the social media people, whether it be Twitter or, or Facebook or any of the others, uh, do you agree with me? We, we have a right yes, to the yes, protection yes, of indeed. our data. It is uh, Harvey Neiman. He joins us today here in our big broadcast. And uh, Harvey Neiman joining us to talk about the topic today, the other face of Facebook. And Harvey Neiman is the President and Chief Investment Officer of Neiman Funds Management, LLC. He's been on CNBC, Fox Business, has been interviewed by the Wall Street Journal, Barron's, and many other publications. And he joins us today to talk about this great topic. Is Facebook complicit in violating the public trust of millions of people by virtue of this breach and the ability for access to this data by a major candidate's campaign team and other paying commercial customers? Is there any evidence that this breach had an impact on the outcome of the 2016 election? Well, those are two different uh, questions and each have their own uh, legal issues. And I think by now, Jiggy, you know I have a a long-standing history in the field of law. I was a law professor for 15 years. I'm not an active practitioner. I'm a retired attorney. But I, uh, I, I know the issues in a court of law can be numerous and complex. I would say the first part of the question of whether Facebook is complicit because it, it was on their platform that the information was taken and then shared uh, and sold I'm sure these political campaigns paid money for the data, uh, is there negligence? And, and that's a very simple concept. It's like product liability. Is there negligence in creating a plastic toy that a child uh, can choke on or get injured? Is there negligence when you drive down the street and you've had one too many drinks? 
So it's a question of negligence. I don't think there was intended harm, and that would be a tougher case. The, the second one is whether there was an impact on the campaign. And if, 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 if people are leaning in the direction of believing or siding with the so-called the, the special prosecutor, Mueller, who is very in the target of the news, implying implicating then the russians interfering this is then going to go hand in hand with that there are other americans who do not feel that the russians were complicit and that none of that information the outcome of the election really wasn't changed it was destined to be that americans wanted a change in uh in, in our government and 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 president trump was the was the choice However you feel about it, this is not a political discussion, there certainly is room for 50% of the Americans, uh, of fellow Americans, to feel that this did add to the complicity of uh, Russia being able to send information, if that is a fact. I'm not the fact finder. We have a special prosecutor that isn't responsible for the fact finder. Others will believe that, no, the outcome was going to be this way anyway, because Americans wanted a change in government, and, and we are definitely <laughs> looking at a change in government. So those are my kind of middle of the road, middle of the fence. I'm not trying to create a political argument here, but uh, there is room to believe all that data about habits of Americans, if used in a wrong way, can, can influence an election. And, and that's all I'm going to leave it at that. That's my opinion. We've got Harvey Neiman with us today. Customized Wall Street by Harvey Neiman is his latest book. It's a practical tool designed to help you take control of your financial future and is available in ebook and hard copy at Amazon.com. Supposedly back in 2015, the Cambridge firm contracted with Facebook to have access to data preferences of approximately 270,000 Facebook account holders. As large as that number was, how did that quote-unquote mushroom and access to profile preferences of nearly 50 million Facebook users, Harvey? Well, that's pretty straightforward, and rather than bo- be boring and repetitious to our listeners, we, I actually already addressed that because there was a connectivity within the design, the software design of Facebook generally, that not only were the expected account holders about a quarter of a million, but now that mushroomed into all those who had hit the yes friend, and that's like six degrees of separation. You know somebody, they know somebody. Like the old chain letters, uh, you get a, a letter and uh, send send a dollar to the person that sent it to you, and then you send it out to ten other people, and you're going to get ten dollars. And, and so that's that's really how the mushroom effect works, and, and that's how the data bank became multi-million in size and that might even be a conservative number because i'm understanding today in today's market there's between one and two billion facebook (laughs) uh, uh, either subscribers or users as friends of subscribers so that number could even be bigger today if the same thing happened again in 2018 
We've got Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live. Customized Power Tools, tools Investment. Going to be available very soon. And uh, apparently, Mark Zuckerberg has made a public announcement that Facebook users have a right to feel secure in the privacy of their profile, their data, and their preferences. And that all steps will be taken to never let this crisis happen again. Is that enough of an apology? Does it right the wrong that occurred? Harvey, tell us all about it. Well, depending as a lawyer who I'm advising as a client, if uh, if Facebook hired me as their attorney, and I'm I'm a retired attorney, I'm, I'm not to hire. Uh, I might say, well, yes, that uh, uh, the CEO Zuckerberg uh, has to make statements that a little bit hedge, so that he doesn't add to liability. If he makes a full all-out apology, which you know, normal people say, hey, you, you, you harm me, you should at least apologize. But he really legally can't do that because uh, his announcements are public information. Uh, they're recorded both uh, video, audio, and in print. And his lawyers would advise him to hedge his admonition or his acknowledgement of the harm that was caused. Uh, that he will correct it uh, does not create liability. That we 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 don't want this to happen again, and, and I think he's under legal advice. On the other hand, uh, people not satisfied with that as a, an apology, and it is a weak one at best. Uh, then the people are now. There's evidence. I don't have statistics, but people are leaving and dropping their Facebook accounts in droves because they now realize they are exposing themselves and their friends, their actual friends, not just their Facebook friends, are being exposed to the misuse of data. And some of us older folks remember a George Orwell novel from many decades ago called 1984, written substantially before 1984, when there was an expression, Big Brother is watching you. And, and, and it's quite clear that uh, brother sister Facebook is watching us, and, and uh, famous actor Will Ferrell is just in the news is dropping his Facebook account. I hope I'm not misquoting the article, but I saw something about it. Uh, that people are now toning down their social media and being more careful, and I think that part is a good thing. I'm not, I'm not happy that that this uh, event occurred with Facebook, but it is a good thing that a people are now starting to think about let's be careful how we use uh, the digital world and the social media. Uh, that's my feeling. I didn't say it should go away, but I said we maybe should think twice about how much we use it. Harvey Neiman with us today. He is uh, the main man behind CustomizedWallStreet.com. Go over there right now. They've got all the information. CustomizedWallStreet.com. Finally, with the status of social media today and the potential of broad dissemination of our personal profiles and preferences to anyone willing to pay for it, is this just the quote-unquote tip of the iceberg? Will future advances in our access to social media include protection of our right to privacy and our personal lives? Uh, well, we, we started addressing that question uh, with the last question yes, that you asked, and this, yes, gets, uh, and this gets a little bit deeper. I do believe we could be looking back five years ago and that this event is the tip of the iceberg because there are many aspects of social media, and, and I'm not that <laughs> adept in all the Twitters and Snapchats, and they get absorbed by other companies, and the big company, you know, Facebook itself buys uh, uh, buys up some of these companies. 
One example, by the way, just in the news today, that uh, Facebook members are, are either being forced or strongly urged to add uh, the Messenger app uh, to their accounts. And a Messenger app, uh, and, and, and therefore that's more exposure of information and data being readily available in a two-way street. It can be accessed by other people who you are exchanging information with, or you can be using that to uh, uh, send information out that maybe competes with just the simple texting that one does on their cell phones. And uh, is why is Facebook demanding you have a messenger app, especially in light of this uh, Cambridge Analytica and this whole thing of uh, 50 million data of 50 million people. I don't have an answer, but I'm saying you ask if it's the tip of the iceberg, and it may be just an indication of other expansive, by extended uh, uses of social media to really dip into our preferences, our data, our information, and where is the edge that protects us from identity theft? Now, I am not that much of a legal expert to be able to answer that question, but at some point we're on the edge of identity theft, and that, of course, is a serious problem. Yes. Well, uh, that wraps it up here with our good friend Harvey Neiman this week here on our big program. And, uh, Harvey, I look forward to uh, talking to you next week. Thank you, my man. Thank you for letting me be there with you, Jiggy. You have a great weekend. Definitely. You too. Thank you, man. There goes Harvey Neiman. And uh, that Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.